Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. This is a podcast we talk about real ministry for the majority. And joining me as always is Mr. Ken Hester. How are you, Hello. Ken? Hello. Ken, up? by the way, day of this recording, happy 43rd <gasps> birthday. Happy hey. birthday. Happy birthday, sir. Confetti. 43. Yes. So whenever wow. you're listening to this, today we are celebrating Ken. Thank you. And in order to celebrate Ken, we're going to talk about conflict today. <laughs> and ironically, we have enough. a special guest today. And we have a special guest today. <laughs> it feels like Joining it. us used to be as always, but now it's been on a two-month hiatus. Periodically. I'm back. Is Jamie Buford. I'm back, guys. She is back from Amish country. I'm back from, <laughs> from Amish, Amish country. <laughs> Welcome I, back, thank Jamie. You. Thank Welcome you. It's good to be back. Jamie, be what back. have you done for the last two months? Um, I, I learned how to garden. I did some gardening. I did. Amish country. I, there we go. We should probably preface She's this, Jamie, fields. by... We should probably let you know that every time you Turning went on butter. here, we were, we were telling yeah, people that you, you were working really hard. Is that what you told people? Yeah, so you probably shouldn't you mention people? that you were gardening. You should probably say oh, that like I you was, were. Okay, I was working very, very, yes. very Evaluations. hard. Yes, evaluations, yes. performance Just reviews. diligently working out away. fires, making the church Tons function. Yeah, all the fires. Yeah. That's what I was doing. And texting. And texting. Yeah. Somebody's got you. Yeah. Ken. But welcome back, Jamie. We're Thanks, glad to have guys. you back after a, Happy to be back. a little while. You had some little, vacation mixed into there as well. And yep. Yeah, it was good. That's it was good. good. good the people that. have missed yep. you. The people have oh, missed you. There's been an outcry for have you Jamie. Missed me, people. Yep. I've missed the people. If you've missed Jamie, you know how you can appreciate her? <laughs> four By stars. By subscribing. Five stars. Subscribe. It's actually five, five stars. <laughs> But just for Jamie, four stars would be great. Yeah, Jamie's been a little rusty. Subscribe, a little rusty. subscribe, <laughs> comment, comment, like, share. Yes. Yeah, so you know how you can appreciate me? Two stars, everybody. <laughs> two stars. Two five stars. stars. That's yeah, five, not four. Nice. I mean, okay. I guess four is still okay. But I thought like at the hotel, it's four stars, right? It's pretty sure it's five. No, it's still five. Sure it's five. still five. <laughs> yeah, five stars is pretty much the standard everywhere. Okay. But well, now we know where Jamie, right. well, where Jamie uh, <laughs> the hotels hotel? that Jamie stays in. Welcome Make sure to she our book that for you, Andy. <laughs> Welcome to our one listener who is now remaining on this podcast. So uh, we are glad that you're here. And as always, we talk about one big thought for about, you know, 15 to 20 minutes, enough for our car ride and just to help you in your journey in ministry. And I do think that today we got a great conversation. We do. We sure do. So guys, can you tell the wonderful folks that are listening? Yeah. What's today's one big thought? We're going to be talking about conflict. Yep. More specifically, mm. conflict management and resolution. Yep. Because nobody Love in it. church understands conflict. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think everybody listening right now, oh, in man. whatever role you have been in in church, or if you're alive, you understand conflict. Correct. Yep. But maybe not understand how to manage it or bring it to right. a resolution effectively. Right. Healthy wow. conflict. Healthy conflict. Right. Yeah, we're not talking about people who seek out conflict. Mm-mm. That's very unhealthy. We're not talking about trying to avoid conflict. We're talking about how do we actually recognize it? Mm-hmm. Where does it come from? And then basically how to deal with it. You know. Yep. And so I'm going to throw a Gandhi quote at us. Okay. I'm going to throw a Gandhi quote. All right. But Gandhi said that an eye for an eye will only make the whole world blind. That's true. Right. It is true. So you know, in conflict, if all you're trying to do is get somebody back for what they're doing to you, then eventually everybody's just hurting each other and yep. blind and yeah, we're plucking each other's eyes out and nobody's winning. And so, so Jamie, what in your life causes conflict the most? Do you think? Ooh, what do you think it is? Good. And for the yes, listener, think about that question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I threw that on you. You did. I, I didn't have any you. time to think about that. What, yeah. what is creating the most conflict in my life? Yeah, um, just personally or, mm, you know, maybe it's personalities. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
different personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a personality that maybe I don't, we don't understand each other mm-hmm. well, mm, and yeah. so the way that they might communicate something to me might offend, hurt feelings, right. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think personality is probably one of the big ones. What about you, Ken? I mean, a big one is usually lack of communication. Mm-hmm. So it's you think you communicated something one way, but they didn't receive it in that way or vice versa. So that lack or miscommunication really right. leads to conflict, yeah. right. especially within the workplace. But it can happen within your marriage. It can happen with your kids. Mm-hmm. It right. can happen with friendships. Text messages are the worst for communication. Emails are the worst for communication when you're trying to relay how you truly feel about a situation. Right. Yeah. So there's there's several places where conflict arises, you know, and so let's just kind of name them out as, as we think about them. But one of them is a different approach to work and style mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. definitely one of them. So obviously we're all working with different people mm-hmm. and sometimes conflict is just because they do things differently than you do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, or their style is different or the way that they approach a, an issue is different. And so of course that can create some conflict. We've talked about that previously uh, in working genius kind of model, yep. different stuff like that, where some people are more kind of in the details of things and other people are in the visionary mm-hmm. high clouds mm-hmm. kinds of things. And so that <laughs> yeah. can lead to different, obviously right. work styles and different approaches to how you get things done within ministry. Yeah. Which is important. I think to know, like when you're in a meeting with multiple people to know who's in the room, the mm-hmm. personalities that are in the room, the, mm-hmm. the styles, the working styles that are in the room, because mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, some of our meetings, you can tell some people are getting mm-hmm. frustrated right. and, frustrations arise up and then there's conflict, but it's only because they're just not in their sweet spot at the moment. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of maturity on both levels. You already mentioned lack mm-hmm. of uh, lack of communication or yep. communication style. Yeah, you're right. I think a, a lot of conflict I can think about in church world comes from tone in email yep. assumption. Mm. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you just, you know, somebody writes you an email. Like I, I've had that happen a couple of times this last year where I sent an email and somebody like called me and was like, yeah, what's your problem? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Why? Why were you like? Why did you respond? I'm like, what do you mean? I just, I just gave you an answer. Like, yeah, yeah but I'm like, well, no, because you can't hear tone in an right, email, right. right? You know the way you read it, and so you know, I went back. In fact, I, I can think of one particular time where I went back and reread the email, and I'm like, no, no, there's, there's no tone in this email. Yeah. Hmm. So are you having a bad day? <laughs> exactly. That's where it is. Uh, uh, yeah. A lot of times yeah. with that communication, it is. It. I, I try to read. In in an email or a text message or anything like that, I try to set my mindset to say, I'm going to think the best of this person mm. when I read it. As I'm reading it. Yep. Versus <laughs> whatever my day may have been like, whatever mm-hmm. my situation may be, because I may be projecting on you, Jamie, because you sent right. me a text message and I go, I can't believe she thought like this. I can't yep. believe she's in it. It's right. like, that's because of my mind right mind frame, yeah. you know yeah it kind of also leads to misperceptions and unconscious biases mm-hmm. that we have as well yeah, that can true. come to conflict so you know just you know you just read something differently or you got a different perspective on something and it's just not quite accurate of course misunderstandings mm-hmm. you know because that's going to happen yeah. it happens as long as there's one other person around more than likely at some point there's going to be a misunderstanding so how we yeah. handle that misunderstanding is going to be pretty important and i think to round off the what causes the conflict uh, is our own personal frustration, stress, and burnout. Yeah. And so we got to guard that, right? Because I think a lot of times that there's conflict is because we're tired. I, I would think, I mean, think about it. How, how often do you think conflict arises just because one of the people are just tired or they're mm. exhausted or they're stressed? So. Yeah. Yep. And it's yep. not even you. It's right. not even about what you're doing or not doing. You're just kind of getting the 
brunt of it. Brunt of it. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, and yeah, you know, I think being married for twenty seven years, I can walk into the house and just know mm-hmm. there's going to yeah. be conflict tonight. Mm-hmm. It has nothing yeah. to do with me. It's because. Our 17-year-old did something that a 17-year-old would probably do. Our 22-year-old's doing something. We got a five-month-old foster baby there. And, yep. you yep. know, sometimes you walk in the house, you just feel it in the atmosphere. Yep. And you're like, I'm going to go to the man cave for a little bit so everybody calms down. Yeah. Uh, I walked into somebody's office this last week. Here's something a good example. I walked into somebody's office last week that, you know, we had to deal with some conflict, not between me and the other person, but just some conflict. And I could tell right away within two minutes that they were in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. And I literally did this. This is just something I just do. I said, now yeah, I'm going to come back in a little bit when you're in a better headspace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just left the office and came back about two hours later, and like it was that. great. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Because I just knew that if I was going to engage in that conversation, that it was going to be ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they were they were already tripped on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's very important for us to know. Yeah. And it's okay to do that, right? To say, hey, we're just going to do this later. Yeah. And from a ministry perspective, you know, as leaders, as ministry, you know, think about how this translates to volunteers as mm-hmm. well you know right. you have no idea what their week was like yep. you have right. no idea what they've gone through and maybe on a sunday or, or a wednesday or whenever you're meeting with them whenever they're serving in your area mm-hmm. the reason that they're that, that <clears throat> something's going on or there's a little bit of tension there may have nothing to do with you yep so how Absolutely. do you lead through that moment yep. how do you say hey do you need to take a break do i need to get you a coffee do i need right. you know like what is it that we need to do to kind of hit reset here yep. yeah and um and how do i lead through again healthy conflict very important to have mm-hmm. awareness mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and also to know yourself enough to know like i'm not in a good headspace right now to have this meeting yeah mm. and sometimes you can't avoid it sure you know but Sometimes you can. So there's kind of five conflict resolution strategies that we really want to kind of kind of just call out. One of them is the avoiding strategy, <laughs> which basically <laughs> is you're not going to assert yourself and you're not going to cooperate. Mm-hmm. You're just going to kind of completely avoid the conflict. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's okay because it's such a small thing that you don't even need to get involved with. Right. But sometimes it's avoiding because you just don't want to deal right. with something. Right. So that's, that's definitely one of them. The other one is an accommodating strategy which this is where you're still a little uncertain, but at least you're cooperating, mm. you know? So you're just accommodating, you're trying to help things through. There's collaborating, which is a good spot to be in. This is both being assertive and cooperative. So you're injecting yourself and you're working with somebody else to mm. find a collaborative, good ending to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's competing, which is where you're asserting yourself, but you're not cooperating. Mm-hmm. So you're injecting yourself into the yeah. conflict, but you're not cooperating with anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is probably where most people, I think competing, yeah. it's either competing or avoiding. What I find, mm-hmm. and ironically, yeah, I think true. some of it has to do with generational. Mm-hmm. I think there's certain ages. In fact, I deal, I work a lot with 25 to 35 year olds. Mm-hmm. And most of, most of them hate conflict. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. So they just avoid it completely. Yep. They completely avoid it. Or accommodate. Or accommodate. That's right. Or they just submit to it and accommodate mm-hmm. it. Or then there's another age group of people that are a little bit older. It almost like they thrive on conflict. <laughs> yeah. like they actually enjoy conflict. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and so you kind of got both. So knowing who you're working with is important. But the, hmm. the goal of all of it, the fifth one, is to be compromising. Hmm. That's where it's a win-win for everybody. Hmm. And so that's kind of an important thing. So, Jamie, and, again, and really, yeah, with, yeah. That, with that compromising, it's it's more like common ground. 
Yeah. Right. So yeah. I think sometimes people will think compromising is, is in a negative way. Like, yeah. oh, I've got to mm-hmm. compromise my values right. or yeah. I've got to compromise. You win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And really it is kind of a combination. I think even you mentioned before, before mm-hmm. we came on air of collaborating and compromising. Yep. It's like yep. seeing the other person where they're, where they are coming together and compromising together, finding common ground and moving things forward. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie, what do you think you fall in kind of those strategies? Are you more avoiding, accommodating, collaborating, competing, or kind of sweet spot of compromise? What do you think you are mostly? Well, I think I've grown a lot in the last probably 10 years. Let's tell everybody why you've grown a lot. Because I, because I work <laughs> yeah, with Andy Yeah, that's George. what Jamie said before. <laughs> wow. We were like, we're going to talk about compromising. She's like, oh, I'm good at that. I work with Andy. I'm like, this. what? Wow. That <laughs> is. Do you think that I am? Do you think that I am? Con- conflict you, like do you think I, I no I, I don't think you bring conflict but I also think you've you've grown me in my ability to <laughs> look at this this, worry. Is, this, is, our, this is where I wish we had like a video <laughs> this is awkward <laughs> yes, on, my face. on both of you you're both like this is amazing mm-hmm. if the listeners could only see what I'm seeing right now this is incredible <laughs> yeah so to answer the question, so I would say that, you know, maybe several years back, I would have said, oh, I'm 100% I'm in the avoiding uh-huh. category. Dislike conflict will avoid it at any cost. Right. I think I've learned and grown a lot in that, but I don't know necessarily, not, I'm not competing. Um, so I think I fall somewhere in accommodating, collaborating. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's true. Is that, is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> true of me <laughs> was that accommodating was that, i feel like that, that, was, that was accommodating, accommodating. <laughs> was accommodating. yeah hmm. what about you ken yeah I, I mean i i definitely feel like i'm more of the collaborating um I, I like to get different input from different people and different perspectives so i love the collaborating side of it um and then I, but also i can find myself in a competing mindset as well like mm-hmm. in an, in a healthy place i'm collaborating mm-hmm. and in an, in an unhealthy place i'm competing that's a that good way of putting that can yep. kind of your healthy versus unhealthy conflict mindset like mm-hmm. when you were saying yeah when you're stressed way. or when you're something's I'm gonna going add on the yeah then it's like <laughs> oh, okay we're in an unhealthy way i'm competing and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm gonna be better than you and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna fix this and i'm gonna yeah. you know and yeah. i don't care about you because i'm gonna compete in this way yeah but in an in an in a healthy way mm-hmm. i'm collaborating with others and i'm playing nice yeah ironically <laughs> enough ironically in an unhealthy way i'm avoiding i don't like conflict mm-hmm. i don't necessarily feel like i at my nature, hmm. my my natural, like I just don't. The job I have, mm-hmm. I deal with conflict every day. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why if I if I'm not feeling myself, I'll just I, I just rather not deal with it, mm-hmm. just avoid it. Mm-hmm. Or it will come across as very competing. Mm-hmm. It will come across real sharp. Mm-hmm. Also known as there is no conflict. This is what we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of feel more like. <laughs> that because if I'm unhealthy in my role, I'll just make the snap decision mm-hmm. and the conflict's over because I just decided. Yeah. End of story. Conflict's done. Yeah. This is what right. we're doing. This is what you're doing. And that's when on. the Oreos come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where we go to Outback. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But then, uh, of course, collaborating. All right. Let's what's, talk about. Yeah. Yeah. What's great? Um, just so the listeners know as well, um, there's a there's a great little diagram that we're going to have in the show notes yeah. um, that you'll be able to kind of assess where you are mm-hmm. on the grid. 
and see in real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, this is where I'm healthy. This is where I'm unhealthy. This is where I can uh, on I can be more cooperative. I can be uh, more assertive or unassertive or uncooperative, and where that lands in the grid. So yep. make sure to look for that in the show notes. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about eight strategies real quickly as we kind of bring this to a close. So we've identified conflict. Conflict really comes from two places. It's either inward conflict or outward conflict. Mm. It's either conflict with yourself Mm -hmm. or internal, or it's something that you necessarily can't control because it's somebody else coming to you. Right. Or it's a circumstance or situation. So I always think of Star Wars with this. Right. I think of Luke Skywalker, right? He's got the the inner conflict within himself, like, can I be a Jedi or not? Mm. And then the outward conflict of Darth Vader Mm -hmm. and the Force and all the things. So I think of like... Mm. That's where my mind nice goes to immediately. Star so Wars there you go. Can. Now you know. All right. <laughs> conflict management. <laughs> Strategy number one, you got to clarify the source of the conflict. How do you know what to get through if you don't know where it's coming from? Mm. So I think it's important mm. to know when you are sensing conflict, what's the source of it? That's great. Because it could be I'm having a bad day and it's really not conflict. I'm just feeling crummy. And so it's coming across. Mm. Or... Mm. Like there is conflict, but the conflict is this. Like identifying the conflict, and it could be a person, mm-hmm. but identify it is so critical. Mm, yeah. Awesome. What's the second one? Number two is to find a safe place to talk. Yep. So does that mean like you and that person you're having conflict with? I think what that means to me is don't have conflict out in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Right. You know, okay. Don't, yeah. don't have a yeah. con- conflicting moment around other people. Mm-hmm. Find a place where both you can go and chat. And it could mm-hmm. still be in a hallway, but just go off to the side or... You know, because sometimes, again, we're talking to mostly people in church. Mm-hmm. Listen, every Sunday, somebody wants to come up to me and tell mm-hmm. me how we could do church better. Right. right. Sometimes that's very well received, and sometimes it's very confrontational. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are really ticked off about something that we did or we're not doing, and they want to deal with it right there in the hallway. And so, like, I recall a moment where I saw this happening to another staff person, mm. And I injected myself and said, hey, this is not appropriate here. You need to go to this office over here right, and right. deal with it. Because they were about ready to have it out in a hallway. Mm. And it's like, nope, you got to get to a place where both you feel you can speak and speak freely. Right. And, and in a healthy environment as well. So right. that that's what that means. Yeah, and, and finding that safe place too is, you know, if it's inner, that's, if it's inner conflict, then who is it that you can safely talk to, right? Mm-hmm. Who can you trust? Is it your spouse? Is it another coworker? Is it a counselor? Like, where is it that you need to find that safe place to really kind of mm-hmm. um, wrap your brain around the conflict yeah. that you're experiencing? And, and Andy, you mentioned kind of the next two things with that in that scenario is like open communication, actively listen and let everybody talk in a way that it, you hear from them. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, all right, well, let me tell you what, what I'm experiencing. Well, maybe the th- maybe there's conflict between the three of us. We all need to be able to bring that to the table and talk through it. And then don't point fingers. Yep. So a lot of times yep. conflict can come from it's all your fault versus my old youth pastor used to tell me when you're pointing when you're pointing the finger, there's three more pointing back at you. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. make sure that you recognize your your kind of con- yep. contribution to the conflict. It's not just always about the other person. Yep. Yep. And, and so with that, you also want to do creative problem sol- solving. So get creative, like try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the next one, number six, which kind of goes what we're saying is don't add fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to manage the conflict, why would you want to just keep adding more fuel mm. to it? You know, I, I've, again, I've been, I've been in the room with a lot of people working through conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, ironically, 
<laughs> you know, the most conflicted times is when they just keep adding fuel mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And you're there trying to resolve it and you think it's resolved and then all of a sudden blows somebody, up. Somebody's again. taking out the, the gasoline and pouring it on from mm-hmm. something that happened, you know, a while ago. And so I think that's kind of a, a critical that's, thing. That's easy to do in marriage too. It is. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like we're already back. in it. Yeah. And there's this other thing that's been yeah. driving me and crazy. By and by the way, I needed to tell you about. <laughs> yeah. Remember three years ago? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so number seven is to know when to apologize and when to forgive. That one's really important. Mm-hmm. I forgive you. There no, you go. Oh, I forgive you. Well, and like you said, with spouses <laughs> and with you know, right. with volunteers, with other staff yeah. members, knowing when to apologize, knowing when to forgive, knowing when you know what right. I just need to forgive this person, even mm-hmm. though I feel yeah. like they've done wrong to me. If I can forgive them, then that really helps yeah. even them come to a place of apologizing. Yeah, and as a leader, not being afraid to apologize mm-hmm. when you're wrong, like realizing yeah. when you, yeah, you're the leader, but you maybe you are wrong, and how much it's going to mean to that person you're leading for you to own that, acknowledge that, and say you're sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of maturity to forgive somebody who could mm-hmm. care less if you forgive them or not, sure, mm-hmm. or did, don't even feel as though they're sorry. Yeah. So the last one, the eighth one, is this: is the goal should be to compromise or collaborate. Of course. That should be the end goal. The end goal going into conflict is, okay, at the end of this, I want us to collaborate together for a solution or we're going to come to a compromise. That's kind of the goal behind what we're going to do. All right, we're just going to close with three real quick questions. Just fast questions. Perfect. Excuse me. Just fast questions. Question number one uh, for everybody is, how do you handle conflict? So I think that's a good one to go to. Um, Number two, where do you have the most conflict right now? Yep. Call it out, identify it. And then the last one, what can you do to help and not add to the conflict. That's right. How do you make it better? And not add. Make it better, people. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much. I hope this helped you. I know, listen, if you're not in conflict right now, if you're driving in the car, more than likely you might be in conflict here soon. <laughs> That's with right. somebody driving in front of you slow or at the office or at the home. And so hopefully this will give you some tools to really help manage and get to a resolution when it comes to conflict. Thanks for joining us. And we'll catch you on the next episode of One Big Thought. <laughs>